you making your income? Uh, to what percentage does the money that you make depend on you? If you are making, um, let's say, uh, $10,000 and you need to be there 98% for the $10,000 to come, then definitely you're totally different from someone who is making $8,000 but needs to be there by only 2%, let's say. So the first thing is how much of you is it required to make an income? And all the wealthy people that we admire, they have systems, they've developed systems, they've built businesses in such a way that their businesses can create the income without them having to be there fully involved. They will always have to be involved, but they don't really need to be fully, fully involved, like, you know, morning to evening, day in, day out. But they'll yeah. need to be involved. So one thing that we really look at is how do we help someone create leverage in their business? How do we help someone create not just a big income, but how do we help someone have a residual income? How can we help someone build up uh, his or her business in such a way that it gets to a point where they will still have to work, not, not really have to work, they will continue to work, but they won't have to work in order for them to, to maybe sustain a certain level of income. And if they want to increase their income to a whole new level, then they might need. Hi, this is Todd Tomondo. I understand that entrepreneurship can be difficult and stressful sometimes. I decided to make it less stressful and less complicated by creating different courses that can help you succeed in business. In the courses, we discuss topics such as raising money for your first business, finding mentors, how to overcome rejection in business, how to use social media to find business partners and customers and other people that can help your business. We discuss a lot of important entrepreneurship topics. The link to the courses is available in each and every podcast description. I hope my courses will be helpful and I good luck in all your business endeavors. Welcome to Making It in Africa podcast. My name is Tatumondo. Today I have a special guest straight from Tanzania. His name is Enos Salema. How are you doing today, Enos? I am doing very, very well, and I'm uh, happy and excited and honored to be here. Yeah, it's been a little bit back and forth before we got here, yeah. but I'm happy we finally yes. uh, got here. So, uh, so Enos is uh, a, a business coach. I, I would like to say he's a uh, global business builder. That, yes. That's what he does for a living. Yeah. So uh, as a business coach, you know, I would like to ask a question. Can you take yeah. someone who's making no money to become a millionaire? Can you do that as a business coach? Absolutely. Yes, we can. And uh, it's something that we have done before. And uh, we definitely have a platform and trainings and ways to get people started from whatever position that they are right now. Interesting. So how do you shift the beliefs of such a person? Because, you know, when somebody, I remember the days that I was not making any money and I'm hearing this information that you can change your life by doing this and taking action and changing these things in your life. I couldn't believe it. I didn't know it was possible until like, you know, until uh, I kept on reading and kept on looking for more information on how I can do it. That's when I shifted my belief system. Mm -hmm. So how do you kind of uh, shift people's belief systems so that they can know that they can make it from scratch to, you know, to become a millionaire? Okay, okay. That's actually a brilliant and interesting question because I think one of the the, the biggest challenges that I get is that, is having people to change their mind and their 
from uh, not believing into believing that they're worth something big and they can actually achieve whatever it is that they want. And, and that's being a continuous challenge. We have a way to go through it. We have a way to help people change that thinking. And uh, I actually, w- when I was first introduced to the fact that I can achieve my dreams and I can reach wherever that I want to reach, um, that statement sounded a little bit like, uh, like an oversell to what is possible. Because I felt like, okay, if there's really a way for anyone to reach their dreams, then why isn't everybody living their dream life? So maybe yeah. these are just statements that made that are made by motivational speakers to make us sleep better at night, but <laughs> they don't really, really happen. But, yeah. but I'm glad I gave it a try. It was quite tough. And I, and I really mean it when I say I gave it a try, because when I got started into entrepreneurship, I did not start with a full belief that I'm going to make it big. I started by saying, okay, I'm not so sure of how it's going to be. I'm not so sure if I'll get to the big dreams, but if I have almost nothing to lose, then let me get started. So I got started without thinking. So I started small. So if I go to the question, the first thing that we do to help people start believing, number one, we put it in two main ways. We think of trainings, but we also think of mentorship. Trainings is where we'll sit with someone, you know, in a training room and get that person trained and coached and give examples of how people have actually made it from from really from scratch, how people have built businesses out of nowhere and how they've managed to grow big businesses, uh, even global businesses. So we get to train people on those possibilities. But also it doesn't end with just training. So it doesn't end at just motivating someone and uh, making someone feel like, yeah, yeah, it's possible, but they don't really know where to start. So we go a second um, step further where it goes now into mentorship, where now that's the tough part, I must say, because that's when we really start working with someone is when we really start the coaching, where we sit with someone, have that person start to plan their lives, you know, help that person discover uh, what what is important to them so that we can find uh, the right way for them to, to get to what is most important to them. And once someone gets really connected, to their visions and once someone gets really connected to their strong beliefs and whys, normally they become unstoppable. Then they can be able to crush all the challenges that come along. But before someone believes, before someone has a strong why and a strong desire to reach their dreams, you know, even even just a small challenge might get someone to give up and back off. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. true. So, yeah. So we kind of focus on trainings, but also on mentorship where we get hand on, hands on working with someone when they're working on their goals. And we, um, we are so, so focused on uh, making sure that people are doing extensive personal development. So from reading books to listening to powerful podcasts, you know, watching videos and audios, that's an area which is like almost a must to us. Because we know it's only through the transformation of the mind, then someone can really start to transform themselves. So we, we, we really do our best to make sure that we work on people's minds. And uh, some fall through and, uh, you know, some of them don't really fall through for different, different reasons. But um, we're happy those that go along with us and they follow what we advise, they, they, they normally make it. It's tough, not easy at all. But uh, I mean, that's how the, the how, that's how life is. <laughs> All the amazing <laughs> things are surrounded by by, by challenges. Yeah, mm. I, I I like what you said. Like you know, yeah. some fall through, some yes. don't fall through. Yes. Like you know, people get into these programs and expect uh-huh. to get results without putting in any work. Mm-hmm. They just they, they think you are going to do all the work for them. 
exactly. you know, it's your responsibility at the end of the day. You can be given the information, all the information, best information in the world. But mm-hmm. if you don't want to execute or take action, nothing mm-hmm. is going to change in your life. Mm-hmm. And so, the, so the question that I'm going to ask next is like, when you start working with somebody, uh, how long does it take before you start seeing results? Does, is it dependent on the individual or you guys have a timeline like after three months, we should have this after four months, you know, we should, have, we should be at this stage. How, how does your program work? Okay, okay. Uh, I would say it's a little bit of both. Yeah, we do have um, some expected uh, timelines for the results. But what I've come to realize in reality, it, all, it, it also depends so much on the person that we are working with. Because uh, if, someone, if, if someone follows through what we train fast, then definitely they can get results pretty quickly. And uh, when they start to get results quickly, then, of course, it gets them even more motivated. And then it, it just creates the, now a circle of motivation and more action and motivation and more action. And, and things start to really take off. And, and the opposite is also true. If someone goes, like, real, real slowly, then they, they feel like they're not getting the results. They get demotivated and less actions. And, they, you know, they get into that loop again, which is a bad negative loop. So... We do have some expected timelines, like um, because we are using a platform which comes with trainings, uh, a platform which somehow you just plug into it and follow through it, and it can take you from where you are to the next level. And uh, so, so it all depends on how quick and how serious someone is in following uh, the, the whatever that we are going to train that person on. So we do have some timelines, but you know sometimes they don't go according to that. Yeah. According to plan. Oh, okay. And uh, mm. as a coach, do you think there is an easy way or quick way to create wealth? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, there is. I mean, uh, I think there are some basic principles when it comes to creating wealth. And uh, when we go against the basic principles, definitely it's going to be much harder and, and mm. sometimes even impossible. And we, it's important that we know what are the principles when it comes to creating wealth. And, and first of all, it's important for people to also know what is wealth. You know, hmm. that, that's, that's something that is highly misunderstood by most people. Most people, okay. yeah, yeah. So I, I want to know, you know, mm-hmm. uh, your principles of wealth and your definition of wealth. How, uh, what's your definition of wealth and what are the principles of creating wealth? All right, all right. right. The, the, first of all, when we talk about wealth, uh, it's not just about making a lot of money. Hmm. Wealth is about how are you making your income? Uh, to what percentage does the money that you make depend on you? If you're making, um, let's say, uh, $10,000 and you need to be there 98% for the $10,000 to come, then mm. definitely you're totally different from someone who is making $8,000 but needs to be there by only 2%, let's say. Mm. So the first thing is how much of you is it required to make an income? And all the wealthy people that we admire, they have systems, they've developed systems of businesses in such a way that their businesses can create the income without them having to be there fully involved. They will always have to be involved, but they don't really need to be fully, fully involved, like, you know, morning to evening, day in, day out, but they'll need to be involved. So one thing that we really look at is how do we help someone create leverage in their business? How do we help someone create not just a big income, but how do we help someone have a residual income? How can we help someone build up uh, his or her business in such a way that it gets to a point where they will still have to work, not, not really have to work, they will continue to work, but they won't have to work in order for them to, 
to maybe sustain a certain level of income. And if they want to increase their income to a whole new level, then they might need they might need to work harder. So for me, wealth is not just about how much money you make, but rather look at how is that income coming in? How much of your time is required? If it requires a lot of your time, then no, 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 you're not yet wealthy. You might be making money, but you're yeah. not wealthy. Yeah. You're still living a very risky life. If anything happens to you, well, there goes your income. So we look at how much time someone has to put in. So someone might we, we might call someone financially free, uh, not when they're making a lot of money, but rather when they can make money without having to work. Interesting. Uh, yes. So they now they have the money working for them, not working for the money. Absolutely. 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 I, I get you. And that the principles of creating wealth, what are your principles of creating wealth? Yeah. Number one, one of the most important thing when it comes to the principles of creating wealth is to start by building a business. Because if I, if I depend, uh, and I'm not being biased here, and I'm not going against people who are, in, uh, who are living on a, uh, on a salary or dependent on a salary, it is yeah, very correct. difficult to create wealth so, through salary. So if someone wants to be wealthy, the first thing they need to do is to start a business. And of course, the safest way to do it is to start a part-time business. So we first coach people on how they can start to put part of, part-time, uh, you know, a bit of their time into building a part-time business. Now, when they're building that part-time business, you know, through our platform, when they're building their part-time business, the business will start making them, you know, a little bit of money here and there. But mm-hmm. as they continue, now the business will now start to evolve into actually a system that will actually start to have residual income. And then they'll start to generate leverage because in order for, for someone to have um, wealth, they have to have leverage. They have to have an income that does not depend on them but also comes from what other people are doing. So we make sure that we get people into a business that will make them money, but will also give them an opportunity to earn out of the efforts and the time of other people. So principle number one is we make sure they start a business. Number two, we question that business. Is it a business that can have leverage? If it can't have leverage, then we know this person will will never be wealthy. So it has to be a business that can actually have leverage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead, and uh, do you still have more principles? Yeah, yeah. Another one is on uh, now when you're making money, there are two things: you can make a lot of money and spend all, spend all of it, <laughs> or you can make a lot of money and make sure that you put aside. Yes, you'll need to reinvest back into your business. Any business mm-hmm. will need reinvestment, but you must have a plan of also putting aside money for investments that will co- will almost completely not require your involvement. So then you start to diversify your income. You have your main income coming from your main business, and then you start to have income coming from your investments. And with time, you, you invest the income that comes from your investments can even equal the income that comes from your business. And later on, of course, what you wish for is to even have income coming from your investments to even be bigger than the income that's coming from your businesses. So we, we also advise people on... Um, where they can invest their money, you know, investments, uh, platforms that can be, uh, I would say, quite quite safe. So they're, they're, they're not really high returns, but they're quite safe and they, they won't really require your, your, your personal involvement so that you can continue to focus on your business that you're building. 
Interesting. Yes. So those are so so those are the three principles that we have for creating wealth, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so the principles you just explained to me, uh, you know, they sounds pretty much like uh, what I read in the book, uh, "Rich Dad, Poor mm-hmm. Dad." So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question. What are your favorite books? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You just mentioned one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it kind of sounded like yeah, yes, something yes. they talk about in that book. Indeed, indeed, that, that's that's one of my favorite. Actually, the whole rich dad poor dad series. Yeah, and uh, there's a book by by Robert Kiyosaki called uh, Cash Flow Quadrant. Yeah, I know about that one yes. as well. Yes, yeah. and then uh, there's another one called Guide to Investing. I missed that one. Who 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 who, who, who wrote that one? Kiyosaki, by Robert Kiyosaki. Oh, okay. Yes, Guide to Investing. And then there are two more books by Robert Kiyosaki. I think when it comes to finances and wealth, I, I, really, I really like Robert Kiyosaki. There are also two books by Robert Kiyosaki. There's one called Business School uh, for people who'd like to help other people. And yep. then there, there's another one called Business of the 21st Century. Century. I like that yes. book too. It opened my mind a lot. Yes, yes, yes. So, so those are kind of the book. The books uh, I really like when it comes to really strategizing your, your your finances. And then there's one amazing book. It's such a it's a classic book called The Richest Man in Babylon. Oh wow, that's a great yes. book, man! No, I read must- that book so many times. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a must read for anyone who wants to be like financially free and wealthy. That that's a must read because it yeah. for principles on how to make sure that. You know, you don't spend everything and you kind of make sure that your your bucket is not leaking too much and you invest your money well. So, yeah, those are some of the brilliant books that I've read uh, when it comes to uh, creating uh, financial independence or rather having financial literacy. Yeah. So, so uh, you have read those great books, uh, but uh, my challenge when I first started reading, uh, yeah. When I picked up Rich Dad, Poor Dad, for some reason, mm-hmm. I didn't like that book. I couldn't take mm-hmm. in the information. <laughs> and then I had to read other books. I had to build up to, to, to understand it. Does that make sense? I had to read other books on entrepreneurship so to, to, get, to get to that level of understanding Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So mm-hmm. don't you, do you come across that with some of your clients when you tell them, like, you know, read this book? Mm-hmm. They don't really get it in the beginning, mm-hmm. but with time, they start getting it. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. And... And, and and actually, um, I don't know about that side, but back where I am in Tanzania, reading yeah. books, I mean, that's like, <laughs> uh, it's like cuts. I'm telling you, it's like yeah. cuts. It's, it's one habit that is, is we are really, really behind when it comes to reading books, especially, you know, the books that we are actually supposed to read, uh-huh. personal development mm. books. So, so I get that yeah. a lot. And because people don't have the habit of reading books or... They'll kind of browse through it and just wish to get it done, and they don't really <laughs> get, you know, the 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 the, the nitty gritty of the book and really maximize from the group from the book. Oh, I get you. Yeah, but so, you know what what happened with me is that uh, when it came to reading, I didn't want to read as well. as an African moving mm-hmm. to America. Mm-hmm. I didn't really. When I was back home, I didn't open any one financial books. Only the books mm-hmm. that I opened were like you know school related books that mm-hmm. were for me to take an exam. But when I came here, I was just watching on YouTube. Do you know who Ty Lopez is? Tylo? Ty Lopez. He's like a popular kind of motivational speaker, salesperson. He's almost into everything. He's popular over here. So the guy Mm -hmm. uh, was like in his garage. So in Mm -hmm. his garage, he had some, I I really like cars. He has a Lamborghini in the the garage. (laughs) So he's like, oh, I'm in my garage. I have these Lamborghinis. Do you know how I got these Lamborghinis? 
It's like uh-huh. from knowledge. Do you know how I got the, that knowledge from uh-huh. reading? I was like, what? Okay. So that much. So that's when I started opening books. That forced okay. me to read. At first, it was because of that. Like, okay, I want to drive a Lamborghini as well. So I need to get the knowledge. <laughs> so that's how I got to read it. So I mentioned that to see if we can figure out this strategy to get more mm. people in Tanzania to read. Does that make sense? Because you know, if you just if you just say people read, read. It's really hard for them. I'll share the yeah. video with you. So maybe you this can share with some of your good. clients. And then maybe the, when they start reading, they'll read from a p- different perspective. I agree. I agree. And, and, and it's, actually, it's actually a fact. I mean, I'm, I thank God for, for, for everything that I've achieved, for where I am today. And, and I know one of the things that has really, really, really helped me uh, build my business is, is because I, I, I do quite a bit of reading. And I do a lot of personal development and I know that has really helped to shape my mind, to have the focus and the consistency and, you know, to survive the ups and downs of being in a business and the, and all that, all the challenges that come with it. Hmm. How did you get into reading? Because, you know, as you said, like, you know, as Africans, that's not really our thing. How did you get into personal development books? Yeah, I think I was, um, uh, my first book I ever read, I ever read was uh the power of positive thinking hmm. and i had attended uh uh well at the time i was uh yeah i was still at the university actually we went for a, a, a student's conference and then, then came a guy uh who was teaching us about how to be happy he was teaching about the psychology of being happy and then um he mentioned that we need to be positive and we need to have gratitude and we need to work on our strengths and not on our weaknesses and then he spoke a lot about how to be positive. And then um, I just, I just like the guy, the way he yeah. uses his vibe, his energy, and his thinking. And I said, "Wow, don't, don't I want to be, you know, to be thinking like this guy?" And then uh, later on, he recommended the book. He said one of the books that he really uh, <clears throat> can recommend for anyone who wants to be positive is the power of positive thinking. And at that point, I said, "I need to be positive, so let me get the book." So I read the book, and then after that, I took some time without reading books and then later on uh in 2007 when when i joined um when i started i'm in network marketing so when i got into the business and then the aspect now of reading books and doing personal development really came up again because Mm -hmm. um, then i got into a business that involved uh training people your voice just went up oh sorry your voice went up for a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody called. I need to find a way to stop this call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, okay. so, but, but I'm back. But I'm back. So, so at oh. first it started as um as a no choice that I have to read because I have got a business to build. I've got people to train, so I have to read. Otherwise, I won't have anything to to train. Yeah. It started that way, and then later on, I started to really see how I'm getting transformed and how I'm getting, I'm becoming a much, much better person. So then it was like, no, no, no. There's no way I can go without reading. It's not just because I'm going to add value to people, but because I need to add value to myself. I need to get better myself. I get you. Yeah. yeah that, 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 that's awesome, man. And mm. so what led you to say, uh, you know, I want to be a business coach. I want to transform other people's lives. What led you into that? And, you know, in Africa, business coaching is not something that's popular. So how did you, how did that all come about? Okay. Okay. I, I would say um, it was a bit easy <laughs> on my okay. side. Yeah. yeah, because I was already in a in an industry that requires me to 
coach other people to be entrepreneurs and to coach other people and to mentor them into building their own businesses. So I, I, for me to make it in my business, because I'm, I'm in the network marketing industry, in order for you to make it in your business, you need to help other people build their business. So yeah. I was already in an industry that kind of, I don't know if I should say forced me or really um, <laughs> encouraged me. Yeah. into making sure that I, I need to help other people. So, But that has also expanded even into people that they're not really in my industry. You know, they come to me because they've seen me uh, working with individuals and help individuals build their businesses. So they come to me for advice and we have talks here and there and I do it. And I must say, uh, I'm actually still kind of doing it uh, when it comes to people that come from just any other industry I'm not even doing it from a business perspective yet, I would say. Okay. It's more of just mentoring them and coaching them. It's something that I enjoy doing, just simply adding value to them. And um, uh, I know it's uh, building up my, my, my profile and in the future, probably, you know, to be business. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I, I like the sound of that, man. I like what you do. So what do you think it is important to get a coach for entrepreneurs? As an entrepreneur, what do you think other entrepreneurs need to get a business coach? Uh, so you said, why do I think other entrepreneurs need to get a coach? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's super important because, I mean, when you have a coach, a coach will help you achieve whatever you want to achieve uh, twice as fast because he will help you see things that you will not see. You are in a box and and as a, as a business person, you need someone who is outside the box to kind of see where you are and where you want to go. And mm-hmm. a coach will help you with that. But also a coach will be will make you accountable. Because most of the times when we are our own bosses, I put it under quotes, our own bosses, <laughs> yeah. we, we kind of feel like it's our time now to relax and be uh, very irresponsible and be our own very, very bad bosses, you know. Mm-hmm. But when you have a coach, a coach will hold you accountable. When you know that I have someone that's a, that has expectations, when you know that there's someone that is kind of watching over me, it will definitely get you more, more accountable and you will probably not probably you'll definitely without a doubt perform much much better with a coach than without a coach that's why even in football if a team loses nobody nobody thinks about firing the players they, they the first person that gets fired is the is the team manager who's like a coach yeah. so so for us as well when we don't have a coach you can imagine how much we are depriving ourselves just because we don't have a coach I like that, man. I like the sound of that. What advice do you have for young entrepreneurs trying to find a coach? How do they seek a coach that fit, best fits whatever they're doing? What do you think? They, they, how, do, how should they approach it? Um, that's, a, that's a good question. And I would say when you're looking for a coach, the first thing that you need to do is to look inside yourself first and try to realize what is it that you need right now not just what you might be needing five years from now. If I am trying to get started, if I am trying to set up a company, it's just getting started. If I am trying to establish a business, it's just getting started. I need to get a coach that can help me with my business, with the level that it is right now. Sometimes, because as entrepreneurs, we have our big dreams and we know one day we're going to be so big, so we look for coaches or people that can advise us when we have a big business. Hmm. But, you know, it's too early to look for someone that will advise you when you have a big business. You'd rather look for someone that has an experience in starting a business from scratch 
yeah. or look for someone that has an experience of working with people that were starting businesses from scratch, not someone with an experience of managing a huge organization of, you know, 1,000 or 2,000 people. You know, that person will probably um, help you think more in the line of processes and systems to have. But when you are very small, you, you, your biggest challenge is not just the processes and the systems. Your, your challenge is different. So you need someone that has an experience with the level that you are right now and not to get just overexcited with uh, just because someone is super successful and famous and, you know, this person is big. So you mm -hmm. feel like this might be the best person to advise me today as I'm starting. It might not be the case because some of the super successful people, uh, they got the success. Uh, they did not start the businesses from scratch. Uh, some of them maybe started a long, long, long time ago. So they've kind of lost touch with what it means when you are really down there on the ground and trying to get yourself started. They've kind of lost track of that. And hmm. when you're looking for a coach, um, I think any young entrepreneur, don't just get too overexcited with the big names and um, people that are already super successful. You know, uh, you, you might, you know, crack your mind a little bit and look for someone that is just starting to experience the, the growth because that might be the best person. They know the, 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 the challenges and the headaches that are coming when you're trying to grow or when you're just experiencing the growth. So I would, I would, say, I would suggest that. Man, that's brilliant. You say some outstanding things right there. So what happens if someone comes up to you for coaching and nothing improves in their lives? Because at the end of the day, if you make those, you said you're not charging at this point, but when you start charging, you might be called a scam. If people will be like, he's a scam because, you know, they didn't get the results that they needed. So what happens in, in that situation? Do you talk to them and let them know, like, you know, you're not successful because of this or this and that, or you just let them go like that? No, I, I, I would, uh, because I believe in tracking okay. before, before it comes right on our face that, hey, we are failing, we, we will know along the way, we will know that we are heading the, the wrong direction. And because we track, we track our activities, we track results on weekly basis and on monthly basis, then it's very, very easy right from the, you know, before you even, it really dawns on, on the person that, no, I'm not getting results. I'll probably be aware even before and I'll be able to point out, I'll be able to tell someone that, no, 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 if you continue like this, I think mm. we're not going to get where we want to get. So you either change one, two, three, four, or things are not going to happen. So that um, worst comes to us, you know, the blame will not be on me. That person will know for sure that I failed not because the system failed me, not because my coach failed me, but because I, I actually did not do what I was expected to do or what I was trained or, or what I was coached to do. So I think it's very, very important to make sure that things are clear because sometimes when someone joins, um, like, like, like in my business, when people join my business, they have expectations and they want to be successful and they've seen testimonies of people that uh, we've worked with and how they've become successful. And, and because of that, they come in and um, the only thing they expect is success, but they kind of overlook the, the work that needs to be done. So if I don't make it a point for them to be fully aware of the work that they're supposed to do, it's very easy for that person to be disappointed and to feel like that person, and to feel like he has been cheated, um, he has been, you know, oversold on an idea that's just utopian and it cannot really happen. So we make sure that we also make it very clear of the, of the work that will be involved, the effort that is expected for everyone that has achieved um, the certain level of success that we talk of, yeah.
I like your approach, man. You make it clear yeah. for somebody, and you Absolutely. said you track, you track, Absolutely. and let them know, like you know, this is where you are, so they don't get yes. surprised when they don't get results. Yes. Yeah, that, that 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 makes a lot of sense. So, do you have yeah. any last words to say uh, before uh, we end the podcast? Yeah, I, I would highly, highly encourage each and everyone that's listening today, and um, whenever you get to listen, is make sure you don't miss the boat of being an entrepreneur. Because when you're an entrepreneur, you're not just opening doors for yourself, you're opening doors for your whole generation. So all the hustles, all the hard work, all the pain, all the challenges, you know, all the hurdles that you're going to encounter, just know they're not just for you, they're for your whole generation. And that alone should give you the reason to say it is worth the fight, it is worth the pain, it is worth the sweat, you know, it is worth the sleepless nights, it's worth all of that because you're not just building something for yourself. I mean, you're establishing a business that's going to be inherited by generations and generations. And for one reason or another, whether they will recognize you or not, but just the fact that you are the one that started that business, it should give you the reason today to say, I'm going to work for hard. I'm going to push extra, extra because I know I'm not just doing this for myself. I'm not just doing this for my family. I'm probably doing this for my grand, grand, grandchildren. And in a one way or the other, I'm going to help them start their life at a platform that's a little bit higher and they can have a choice now to go way all the way to the clouds or end where, wherever that I ended. So go an extra mile. And being an entrepreneur does not mean that I'm my own lazy boss. Being an entrepreneur means that I have decided to punish myself, not that I've decided to be lazy. No, I've decided that I'll be punishing myself. I decided that I'll have the self-discipline. I will be pushing myself more. And being an entrepreneur definitely means that I'll work harder than someone who is not an entrepreneur. And that's why the rewards are huge and big and worth it because the effort that you put in is also big and huge an effort. And, and I'm not, and I'm not uh, being biased or trying to get people to, to look at what, 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 what we do, but I'll highly encourage each and everyone that's here, open up your mind into the new opportunities that are opening up today. You know, the world is changing very fast. The, the, the name business is changing super, super fast. And yeah. if, you don't, if, you, if we don't open up to the new opportunities that are being uh, presented to us to at least give ourselves an opportunity to really understand them, we can never really know what is it that we are going to miss out. I was introduced to network marketing years back. I ignored it, and then it was reintroduced to me. I ignored it again. Then it came yeah. to me for the third time, and I cannot tell you when I said yes to it, how it has transformed my life, my family's life. And now it's, I'm using it now as a vehicle to help so many other people. And here in Tanzania, you know, we have people that finish their universities and they get jobs with a salary of maybe around um, if I put it in dollars, maybe I would say around $150 a month. And Man. it's that's really That's really yeah. nothing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's tough. And, and, yeah. and so we, we get them into our business. We actually train them. And, and some of them, they're not making millions. But uh, I'm telling you, they're making close to 10 times what they could have made if they were employed. And now they're able to support their families better. And, and that, that alone makes me feel really, really good that I'm not just in a business that's making me um, a millionaire or making me richer or, you know, it's not just about me, but we're also touching other people's lives. So, I mean, sh people shouldn't, you know, shouldn't um, take network marketing for granted. I would say do your due diligence, find the best company. And um, if you want to get involved, you know, really, really, really do it. It's worth it. 
I, I like it, man. And I like what you say. Like, if you can't do it for yourself, do it for us. If you can't create for yourself, just yeah. create it for us. It will change the lives of a lot of people. Yes. And I say, so how best can people reach you? All right. Um, I, I, if you can easily reach me on Instagram. Uh, just my two names, Ino Salema. That's uh, E-N-O-S and then S-A-L-E-M-A. Ino Salema. That's Instagram. And uh, the same for Facebook as well. It's also Inos Salema. But also if you Google Inos Salema Tanzania, I'm 100% sure you'll get to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. I appreciate your time. I know you're busy, man. You could be, you know, you. You could be doing some amazing work in Tanzania. And you're really doing something amazing, man. I love what Thank you're doing. You I love the Thank value you that much. you bring to the people. We Thank need you. more people like you on the continent. Thanks for yeah. coming to the podcast. And, you know, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And I truly appreciate for you uh, supporting me. Uh, I think it was God's grace for you to see me. So thank you very much. Uh, and you are doing amazing. You, the program that you have started, it is going to help people. I'm telling you, it is going to help people. I, I hope it does, man. Yes. All right. So 